I don't care if you've been chasing down the penguin in Gotham City all night. Smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu's Party. You're coming to you live and direct from the Vista. Smoke me out, fam, with that tank shit on my left. Oh, ninja of the world over oh, here. I am Vengeance. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, right? If you're on the Monday, Tuesday, 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 plus Crado. What's going on? I got to fix some stuff on the live stream. So sorry. Y'all saw behind the scenes a little bit. You actually get to see behind the scenes. Hold on, because I can only fix it um, live now since I'm already live. So here you go. You can see what, uh, you go. the way that we look behind the scenes here. Um, so basically, my display is wrong. It, it does that right. every now and again. And this is how you fix it. If you're ever wondering how to fix shit, there you go. <laughs> well, I, I can see you. I can't, I can't see your behind the scenes stuff. So. Yeah. No, is just, it on the live stream? The people on live stream saw it. They saw what I did. Oh. No, yeah, I can't I can't see it. I'm not I'm not oh, I should open up the live stream actually. Well post it in the live stream and give us those stat, those statistics. Yeah, hopefully you're early because you can see behind it. Yeah. <laughs> uh Papa Bear was there. He probably saw what I did, so he's seeing it right now. And just went back. So yeah. Uh Papa Bear is first in the chat. Thank you very much. Um and listener of the week would be Lyric. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it. Dope shit. Old Ninja. What type of urban beverage or liquor are you pouring out this week and for whom's it is? Uh, we're going to pour out some Mickey's this week. Mm. Fody Dog of Mickey's for... <laughs> we're going to start with uh, Jack Angel. Uh, Jack Angel was an American voice actor who has voiced characters in shows by Hasbro, Hanna-Barbera, DreamWorks, Disney, Pixar, and many more. Uh, he played a major role in the original Transformers, the G1 series, which they call now whatever, which is for you who don't know, it's the 80s series of Transformers. Uh, he was the character voices of After Train, Smokestream, Ramjet, Omega Supreme, Ultra Magnus, not to be confused with Robert Stack, who was the voice in the in 86 movie. He did the series, not the movie. Um, he also was the voice of Cyclonus, Smokescreen, and many others. There's like six more that he was the voice of just on that show alone. Uh, he also worked on other 80s properties such as G.I. Joe, Super Friends, Scooby-Doo, and the Smurfs, as well as Hollywood films such as The Bugs Life, Monsters, Inc., Ice Age, The Meltdown, Cars, Horton, Here's a Who, The Prince of Egypt, The Iron Giant, Aladdin, and more. Uh, Angel was born on October 24th, 1930 in Modesto, Cali. Uh, he died October 9th of 2021, just before his birthday. He was 90 years old. Damn. So uh, if you look, if you Google his name, there is a pictographic history of all the characters he played by year. And it, it's like literally like if you're scrolling up and down, it's like pages. He's done so many voices. It's ridiculous. But R.I.P. Uh, next up, we have uh, I, I'm probably going to butcher the last name because it's probably pronounced one of two ways. But Chris Ayers or Chris uh, Iris? Definitely not Iris. Those letters are all mixed up. Yeah, well, because he has the Y, so I'm just like making me mess up. But I'm going to say Iris. Uh, he's perhaps. Iris, what? I'm it's sorry. Not, it cannot be Iris. It's either Ayers or Ayers. That would be the only two way that I think about it saying it, but it's A-Y-E-R-S. That cannot it's be Iris. A-Y-R- it's A-Y-R-E-S. Okay, then you misspelled it in the, in the thing then. 
Oh, it says A Y E R S is what it says. Okay, so that's what I'm saying, Aris. So, sure, Uh, he's best known as Frieza's uh, English language voice actor. He's also voiced uh, Kai, uh, yeah, Kai Corono and Gaines. Gantz? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate all of this. And then in uh, Shingen Takeda uh, uh, in Shindoku Masada. No. <laughs> uh, besides voice acting uh, Ayers, Iris, <laughs> uh, he was also a stage actor and he was a script writer for other English dubs and other anime. He's been an ADR director and he's even been a fight choreographer. Uh, he's performed on and off Broadway during his very career. He was diagnosed with end-stage cardio-obstructive pulmonary disease in 2017, but he shared his I- illness with his fans and on social media. Uh, his final role was in was caller number one in the animated short "The Dog Park Prank Calls." He was 56. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, uh, when real you real quick, uh, the misspelling thing it was in our. Th- in our little document, not the way it's spelled on the internet. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, we just, oh, yeah. on our internal, like, little notepad thing, it was misspelled. That's why I was like, How are you, why are you saying Aris? Because, yeah, it's just misspelled. Yeah, yeah, because I have separate notes that have the Aris, but um, he, if you look at what he looks like, he does not look 56. He looks way younger. He looks like he's 35. But, wow. But the pictures he takes with like his dog and his girlfriend, he has an oxygen tank on him, so it's unfortunate. But he'd been afflicted for a while since twenty seventeen. He'd been sick for a minute. But he kept working. So Good shit. Yeah. Last but not least also, we had he also voiced the most racist character ever. I'm just saying. <laughs> Frieza. Wait. Frieza was like the most racist character of all time. If he was, if he was a human being, he would definitely be a he'd definitely be a grand wizard. I'm just saying. If you watch Dragon something. Ball, you know what I'm talking about. Called them all, motherfucker. <laughs> oh man! I was gonna say they made an animated film with Donald Trump voice acting. Uh, I, I was here. Uh, last but not least, we have former U.S. Secretary of State General Colin Powell. He was a distinguished and trailblazing profes- uh, professional soldier whose career took him from combat duty in Vietnam to becoming the first black national security advisor during the end of Reagan's Ronald Reagan's presidency and the youngest and first African-American chairman, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staffs under President George H.W. Bush. Uh, during his tenure, he was involved in some of the most notable American military actions of the late 20th century, including the 1989 Panama Operation, the 1991 Gulf War, and the U.S. humanitarian intervention in Somalia. Uh, he retired days before the disastrous Battle, battle of Mogadishu. Uh, one of his biggest blights, uh, which he talks about in numer- numerous times, referring to it in... Uh, referring to the report he used that contained faulty evidence of supposed... Iraqi WMDs, which is uh, Weapons of Mass Destruction. He wrote about it in his 2012 memoir. Uh, he has won several congressional awards, including con- Congressional Gold Medal and the Congressional Medal of Freedom twice. Yeah, uh, In the mid-1990s, he was considered a leading contender to become the first black president of the U.S. Although he was fully vaccinated, Colin Powell was suffering from multiple myeloma, 
a cancer of plasma cells that suppress the body's immune response and from Parkinson's disease. Hmm. And he died due to complications of COVID-19. He was 84. Yeah, it's, it's a real shame, you know, with uh, with Colin Powell because, you know, he had a a huge black mark on his career with the, with the Iraq War. Besides that, um, I think he would have made it a lot further with possibly going, getting into politics and, and becoming a president or having a real shot of becoming president. But I think because of that black mark with, uh, with the Iraq war, even though the same information was given to everybody else, um, he still, you know, was part of the push to, to have us go to Iraq. And there's really no, um, arguing that. And it's just, it, it just sucks, you know, cause like I said, besides that, the guy was, he was pretty good to go and he did, he did a lot of great things, but you know, you make a mistake. <laughs> somebody said, there's a funny thing somebody said. Like, you, you can build a, a hundred bridges, but if you fuck one goat... <laughs> You're a goat. Yeah. <laughs> you, you yeah. a goat fucker. Yeah, you were good. Yeah, just like Project yeah. Goat Fucker. Yeah, I mean, you know, certain states frown on that behavior. Certain, I know. In certain states, certain put states. a smile on their faces. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, I, I wish he would have ran for president, because I think he was sort of more towards the middle on, on some issues, and he definitely did not like uh, disgraced President Donald Trump. So they, oh, you know, no, he did not like him at all. In fact, Donald Trump, literally 24 hours after the death of Colin Powell, like, talked mad. He was talking shit. Yep. He said some fucking, it sounds like, well, I don't know, like crazy shit. But I'm going to tell you this quote. This is the quote that he says. So, former President Donald Trump says, quote, Wonderful to see Colin Powell who made big mistakes on Iraq and famously so-called weapons of mass destruction be treated in death so beautifully by the fake news media. He also says, hope that happens to me someday. Jesus. He was a classic uh, rhino. I, it's R-I-N-O. Yeah, yeah, Republican, yeah, Republican in name only is what it stands for. Okay. Yeah. If even that, always being the first to attack other Republicans. He made plenty of mistakes, but anyway, may he rest in peace. End quote. Yeah, so this is classic, you know, classic Trump making things about him that have mm. nothing, in a lot of ways, nothing to do with him. Uh, it's real easy to just be like, hey, my condolences to your his family, RIP, you know, talk about uh, some of his military service or secondary state service and leave it at that like any other normal, logical human being would do. But of course, no, he if he's. He is. If but, he's going to shit on fucking uh, uh, John McCain. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah, yeah I mean, that. he's going to do it. And Colin Powell has on record publicly said he publicly called out Donald Trump and then gave his support yeah, to Hillary but, Clinton. But here's so that's the thing, probably though. why he's pissed. Here's the thing. God damn it. And we're making it more about Trump, too. But at the, at the end of the day, whether he, uh, as a private citizen, endorsed you or didn't, all you got to do is say, rest in peace to an American, you know, war veteran. And all. I mean, th that's it. It's a real easy layup of a rest in peace uh, for this guy. But he can't even do that because he's such a narcissist piece of shit. That, that, I mean, that's really what it is. He made it about him. He did. I mean, he's salty <laughs> because that Colin Powell didn't give him support. And he yeah. he literally said that Donald Trump was dangerous, and and more more or less, I mean it's yeah, not exactly close. Go ahead, Carlos, get in there. Yeah, I mean this is why you know I can't I can't stand you know 
Donald Trump because he talks about how much he loves the truth, how much he loves America, but he doesn't. Look at what he said about um, about John McCain even before he died. He, he was talking about how he liked his you know soldiers not being captured. You know, and he, he basically was trying to disgrace him because he was captured um, and was tortured. I mean, Jesus Christ, the, the guy couldn't even lift his arms up. And, he, you know, and he had lingering issues from being tortured in Vietnam. And look at what happens with, with Colin Powell. These are the thing the, the problem with Donald Trump is, is because these are two men that everybody knew garnered more respect than him. And they actually put their lives on the line um, to do what they believed in. And he, he can't. It, none of that even comes into his mind. Because he's a narcissist and he's a coward and we all know he's a coward but you know he, he has to continually denigrate people that actually have some moral character to them because he has none and he's, he's a complete joke and when people even people in the military when they talk about you know oh he supports the troops no the fuck he does not he does not support the troops tell me how much extra funding that the va got during his tenure how much did we get you know no, nothing really changed under his under his um presidency for the vast majority of the military, you know, and, and he attacked other, he, he attacked trans people in the, in the military. Like he doesn't give a fuck about people in the military. He's just using you the way he uses everybody else. But you know, this is another thing where people are just gonna be like, Oh yeah, you know, fuck Colin Powell, you know, stop. Like look, look at the person that you're holding up to like this higher, this, this standard, a guy that has multiple allegations of sexual misconduct, a guy who's literally has a litany of legal woes ahead of him. He was just in fucking court, or he was in the Trump Tower giving a deposition um, for having his security guards beat up uh, Mexican people at the Trump Tower. And this is a, this is a fact. And so that's why he gave a deposition just this week. But people want to talk about this dude's and, moral character. He has no moral compass. Never forget, we're still in uh, calendar year 2021 right now. I will never forget January 6th. He he encouraged a fucking violent attempted coup on the United States. You can't get more treasonous than that bullshit in my book. Yeah. I know the, the trial's not completely over, but I mean look, that that was the lowest of the low. I, I don't give a fuck what you what anybody says. Yeah, my that mind, was foul. You don't even need a trial. I mean, yeah, obviously uh, uh, the trial needs to keep going because they're still investigating. Yeah. But it's like we all saw what happened on those days. And people, yeah. and people that talk about, oh, he didn't do that. You live in a different reality that doesn't even exist. You live in some fantasy yep. land where yep. he literally said what to do. And so did Steve Bannon. Oh, there's going to be something. There's going to be big things happening on January 6th. You know, just hang, hold on. You know, it's just like all these little things that they were saying. It's like they, they planned it. And, you know, and he, and he literally told them to walk down to the, you know, to, to Congress. And yep. that's, that's what they did. So, and y'all, y'all saw what happened, but if you want to pretend they didn't say any of that, I mean, it's on video. So, yeah. yeah. And, and, and Capitol police officers were killed by a mob. Like, yeah. Never forget that fact. Anyway, sorry. But, 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 does he, going... but does he stand up for them? No, he wants to stand up for <laughs> Ashley Babbitt, the one who tried to jump through a window. Yeah. That and yeah. got shot. Yeah. You got shot because you were literally trespassing on a secure facility. I'm surprised more people didn't get shot. Yep. <sighs> yes. I'm sorry. Was that all the RIPs? Yes, that was. Oh boy. I, I mentioned that that was it. So okay. But then we 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 <laughs> went down a slippery slope. I told you the first topic yeah. would have been. Yeah. yeah. No, it's all good. Oh, we, just, we just got a donation. Thank you, Mahai Blurred, uh, for using super chat. We appreciate it. Thank you, fam. That's fam. That's so, uh, you got you got to get a finger in it. Much respect to him. So hopefully there should be a dig um, or something. 
I thought it does. It, I thought it does. All right. There's a delay usually. So. Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, we got a whole fucking ass to get into, guys. What do you, I mean? What do you want to get into first? There's some fun let's, stuff. Let's start with the the big shit that happened over the weekend. What we basically yeah, introed about DC fandom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that went down over the weekend. It actually it was uh one day, it was Saturday. Yeah. Um, it's it was roughly just shy of four hours, but they showcased a lot. There were some panels and stuff, but um. Uh, where do we want to go? Let's talk I mean, about. Uh, do you want to talk to big stuff or? Yeah, the the biggest one. I think that that's the uh, the opener. That's in the A slot. I mean, we got an extended two or three minute trailer of the two Batman and half, fight. Yeah. Two and a half minute, whatever yeah. it is, of the Batman. Finally, and so I mean, I know this movie has like it's going to be hyper analyzed and. Uh, obviously, it has Robert Pattinson, not Ben Affleck, and, uh, in, in the role of Batman. You got um, uh, the Kravitz girl. Is it Zoe Kravitz? Uh, yes, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, Zoe Kravitz playing Catwoman. You got Colin Farrell playing a fat-ass penguin. And I, did he gain weight for that, or is that prosthetic? It's uh, his facial stuff's prosthetics. Okay, but not the rest of the body. I, was about to say. I don't. Know, <laughs> I don't I mean, he could be wearing a fat suit. I, I mean, he's wearing saying, a jacket he's, the whole time. So he's almost unrecognizable. Oh yeah, like right off the bat. Um, I I'll start off. I was impressed with this. Uh, who's doing the 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 movie? The director is Reeves. Is that it? Yeah, the guy who did the like Planet of the Apes films recently. Yeah. Uh, it... <laughs> wait, have you guys heard? Uh, uh, our, our our poor homie Quan's uh, story about Matt Reeves because he worked with him. It's a very long story, but y'all haven't heard his story. He's told this nah. story numerous. It's a, it's a. Basically, he has problems shitting in public, so it's a very fuck. Yeah, it's a very. Interesting <laughs> wait, story. Wait, who? Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves. Oh. Yeah, the director. Yeah, there's a huge story about it's a behind the scenes story. We got to have him on to talk about it. I've heard him talk about the story at least four times it's still great every time so i feel like we shouldn't know that but that's an exclusive like yeah it's I, so, it's so great about. it is so great he's very detailed in the story because he worked with the man on plenty of the apes and it is so very his ass that's what you're saying no it's it goes it's deeper than that i don't want to give it away because it's, it's, it's a good story he tells it so expertly like I'm always like I'm always like tuned into the story because it ne it never ceases to amaze me because it it is it is out of this world. You would never think any human would behave this way, but all right, but go ahead. Shitty stories. Um, <laughs> yeah, overall, I I liked what I saw. You know, I I was when Pattinson got announced, I was like, eh, okay, we all think of him as Twilight. That that's it because you know that was his big what was that Sparkles. Yeah. Was that three movies, four movies, whatever the fuck? Four, it was. four movies. Yeah, big, a big franchise from back in the day. Well, I think about it from um, Harry Potter, but you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, he wasn't. Yeah, I always forget he was in Harry Potter. Yeah, he dies uh, in Harry Potter. He's, he's yeah. Cedric, Cedric Diggory, right? Mm-hmm. He was. Yeah, I forget about that, but yeah, uh, but I, I, I think about Twilight first with him. Maybe this is gonna wash that image out of everyone's mind. I don't. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But the trailer looked interesting. My favorite part, and then I'll turn it over. 
uh, was uh, the Batmobile is like on fire and upside down and Penguin is fucking ecstatic and it's like, I got him, I got him, I got him. And then of course, Batman comes right out of the fucking flames and, and Penguin looks like he's going to fucking shit himself as he's walking towards him and then you see the logo for the Batman. I was like, oh shit, here we fucking go. What y'all think? Uh, actually, I thought I was just, excuse me, I thought, I'm kind of disappointed with the way that Batman looks, to be honest, and the way that uh, <laughs> that even Bruce Wayne looks. He looks a little scrawny mm. to me. Um, I thought when he said that he was not going to, that he, that he wasn't going to put on, like he wasn't going to work out for the role, I thought he was just kind of kidding. And I just kind of put it on my mind, but I, I don't think he was kidding. Like he doesn't look physically imposing at all. And I'm just like, every other previous role that is, that is played... So, historically, you know, Batman's supposed to be at just beyond the peak of human potential, physically and, and mentally. And so that's why you see the other, you know, actors that play Batman, they put on a vast, like, muscle. Um, if you look at uh, Christian Bale's version of Batman, he went from The Machinist, which basically was damn near knocking on death's door, directly to Batman. He put on, like, something like 60 pounds of muscle... In like the span of like a year or something like that, or maybe maybe a year and a half, which is crazy. But um, to see you know Robert Pattinson not really put in any gym work, I'm like, I mean, it makes the character kind of less believable to me. Um, but I'll still give it a chance and watch it. Um, probably not in the theaters, but it's just it's just weird that somebody wouldn't want to do that. You know, it's like he's supposed to be physically imposing and like beating up people, but to be some scrawny dude, like I'm just it's not it's gonna make it's gonna make it less believable to me. Mm. So. Is 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 this supposed to be year zero or year one Batman? I don't even like, even the young Batman. He's supposed to be yeah. you know a physically imposing guy. Mm. I just okay. I, don't, I don't know why they decided to go that route. But maybe the movie's gonna be dope. Maybe that's just like, like maybe it's just a small little complaint that I, that I'll have. Um, yeah, it's just it's just weird. What do you think, Old Ninja? Um, I didn't even think about him being physically imposing because I, from what I understand, this is supposed to be like year two because people know i mean the the gotham city police they have they have a bat signal so he's been around for them to have a signal for him so um i guess it's supposed to be year two it's but rumor has it it's supposed to be like an adaptation of um the long halloween so um the i guess the riddler he doesn't look like the riddler i mean there's like riddles everywhere and but he doesn't have his like signature suit or whatnot. He's more like he's more like a I don't know, nerdy homeless guy, kind of. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but um, I do have to say he looked. Batman appeared unhinged in the trailer, and uh, the one scene I probably liked the best is the the scene where he's walking down the hallway and they're just unloading on him, and he, everything's just bouncing off, but he still takes them down. I'm like, holy shit, because it's like it's literally. Dark as fuck, the only light that illuminates the hallway is the gunfire. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, and he's just walking up to him like he doesn't give a fuck. And they show him just beating people to a pulp again, so, I mean, and we get Catwoman, so I'm just like, well, how does this all, I want to see how this all fits together. I mean, I'm not super impressed with the Batmobile, but it does go pretty quick, I guess. It's got like a jet engine strapped to the back or something. <laughs> so... I mean, I'm interested for sure, but I'm not. I'm not like super overwhelmed. But definitely, this does look a lot darker. Uh, like a lot of people said, this feels like another kind of like Nolan knockoff. I mean, it could be, could be 
Maybe even darker? We don't know. Gotta wait until March 4th when it drops. So. I mean, if, it's, if it's a Nolan knockoff, that's fucking high praise. <laughs> I know. So. Yeah, the Nolan modes were, were, were pretty solid. They'll, my one knock on uh, The Dark Knight Rises is always going to be, I didn't really like What's-Her-Name as Catwoman. That just um, didn't work for me. Yeah. Um, so I, I want Selena to be awesome. And I you know I, I haven't seen Chloe in a whole lot. Or Zoe. Zoe, Zoe, Zoe I think. You should, you probably seen her in a bunch of stuff and just didn't realize it was her. Maybe. Um, what, she's in one of those X-Men movies, right? Yeah. She's in X-Men First Class. She's yeah. in Mad Max Fury Road. She's That's true. In... She's an <clears throat> extremely attractive woman. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's, oh, it's uh, what's the, uh, d the movie you like, Dope? She's in Dope? Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, I, but I, haven't, I haven't seen her maybe in a lot of action-type action, action type roles. But, but again, I'm, I'm on board. I'll, I'll see what, the, what she brings to the fucking table. And... I I hope this is an impressive, fun fucking Batman movie. We've seen a whole lot of fucking Batman and different types of Batman. Uh, most importantly, though, I hope that Matt Reeves pays attention to Batman being a better detective. Because that was my big knock on uh, Affleck, not of him as an actor, but in terms of his detective skills, the way it was written in those movies, I didn't get the sense that he was the smartest guy in the room ever. Not a single time. I mean, it's hard to be a detective when you're constantly, you know, in blood rage mode and just killing yeah. people left and right. I mean, he's, he's a mass murderer yeah. and he's not, not yeah. the smartest, you know, tool in the shed. All right, hold yeah. on, I messed that up. <laughs> I made myself sound even stupider. <laughs> not the sharpest tool in the shed. But yeah, I'm 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 on board. Uh, it it looks big, you know. It looks like it'll one way or another be uh, having having people talk. Either people will love it or hate it, or it'll you know. People will be interested one way or another. It was certainly the show, the big showcase, at least in my opinion. Um, oh, oh shit! I mean, I'm looking at Zoe Kravitz stuff. She's in like some high-profile stuff. I mean, we should. I haven't seen these uh, the Harry Potter prequel stuff, but she's in those. The, the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, she's in those. Uh, she was in Allegiance. She's in that movie Kin, which I heard was actually okay. Uh, she's in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. She's a voice of Mary Jane. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's Mad Max Fury Road, like I said. Uh, Allegiance, which was another, like, pretty big one. Uh, there's some action. Well, no. Uh, there, like I said, dope before. Uh, you know, she's in some in and out of stuff, so... I'm on board. I'm on board. If she brings it as Catwoman, then I'm down. The best one I've seen so far live action has been Michelle Pfeiffer. And that was a long fucking time oh, ago. Wasn't Holly Berry's? What are you talking about? No, it's a masterpiece. Uh, no, it, wasn't, it wasn't Anne Hathaway? And yes, I called nah. her Holly Berry's. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that rap song about her? Oh my god, Halle Berry. Such a terrible song. <laughs> you, and your trap, you and your trap music. It was trappy. It was trashy. Uh, what y'all think of The Rock's Black Adam? Uh, I mean, it was a short, you know, teaser clip. So it's mm -hmm. not a whole lot to really... It was like maybe a minute or so long. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it, it looked... I mean, he looked definitely really uh, intimidating. Yeah. So he was catching bullets and just vaporizing people and shit so yeah i think it's really that's the way he should be like a really imposing dude that doesn't fuck around so 
And it was cool to like see their vision of a Ken deck or Ken Ken deck, right? We did this last week, didn't yeah, we? We, we fucking up. did this. Pretty sure it was Ken deck. It's not Ken. He's gonna look it up again, just yeah, like he did last week. Whoever's Ken... listening to these episodes back to back is probably like, "God damn it, these guys!" <laughs> yeah, it is it's Ken Ken deck. Ken the hack. No, it just it just it's K A H N D A Q. <laughs> That's Kandak. <laughs> I kept thinking Kandahar or some shit. I'm like, that's a real place, though. It's fucking Afghanistan. <laughs> Look, I'm going to confess, before Black Panther came out, almost everybody who don't read the books had trouble saying Wakanda. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were saying, Wakananda? What, what, what could do? You know? The, the black people. Yeah. <laughs> the black people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man all right yeah. what do you think old did uh, uh i thought i was super in because i wanted to see more finally after hearing about this project because this was sounded like vaporware for like a decade yeah. and now we finally get to see like real stuff um i wanted to see uh pierce brosnan's dr fate we didn't see oh, yeah. any dr fate uh but he did get to talk about it he said this is a big project um uh, uh Hawkman, we didn't really get to see. There's other characters. I didn't know Adam Smasher was going to be in it. So we're getting members of the JSA in this film. Apparently, Black Adam, like, probably will go through them. So it should be interesting. It's kind of weird because Black Adam is usually, to me, associated as a villain. I mean, I guess sometimes he's an anti-hero. But most of the time, he's beating the shit out of, like, heroes. Namely, Superman and Shazam. Shazam's, like, his number one, like... Uh, threat because he wants his power and he doesn't think Billy Bashan deserves that power. So he ends up beating the shit out of him trying to take the power from him. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I'm unclear. I was unclear to think like what time period this takes us in, but they got guns and shit. So I think, I think we see how he gets captured and then how he gets free. So I'm interested to see. I, I, I want to see more. I want to see a full length trailer. I'm excited about this. Um, this is one of the few times that The Rock plays a villain, so should be interesting. Yeah, so this is crazy. So The Rock has been talking about being Black Adam since before the fucking MCU existed. Mm-hmm. Damn. All right, so this goes back to like 2007. Wow. I'm like, bruh, like, <laughs> why did it take so long? Yeah, that, well, you know, yeah. and look, we got to call him like we see him. That's a complete fuck up on the part of Warner Brothers. We all know The Rock does one to two movies pretty much on average a year yeah like he, he is always filming it's not like he's been lazy or not been doing shit no he's, he's always fucking, always, he's always working. working so warner brothers should have been on their game and like at some point made this fucking happen but but i'm glad we're finally hopefully getting it doesn't it drop next year yeah um maybe yeah, <laughs> 2022 okay okay we gonna see we gonna fucking see yeah, it's, just, um, it's crazy. I, That's just crazy to me that it's been like so long. Yeah, and the other thing is, so you kind of have your own mini like Shazam almost universe, like because like Old Ninja was saying, I'm almost positive, especially if Black Adam is successful as its own his own solo career, he should do a crossover and beat the shit out of fucking Billy Batson at some mm-hmm. point. You know what I mean? It's just Definitely. funny that we talk about that because like being up a little kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, for That's sure. Rude. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and they don't want to fuck up too much because, like, the kids from Shazam are looking older and older. 
You know? <laughs> yeah, well, you know what's crazy to me, though, is that, you know, DC had a real chance, you know, back in, like, 2007 to actually pull, like, a, a real DCEU. Like, the, mm -hmm. the DC we have right now is, like, it's still kind of half-assed to me. Like, they're not, they're really disjointed. They try to do the, you know, the coming together with the Justice League, but it was nowhere near, like, the coming together with the Avengers at all. Um, and I, hopefully this can, like, start this off with, like, maybe they can just try to restart it, you know, with, with you know, Black Adam and the Shazam 2 and the Flash is coming out and the Batman. So hopefully they can, they can redo all this with, like, another phase of, you know, let's make a real, you know, extended universe thing going, but... I mean, they'd have to be like really on, you know, on their P's and Q's to make this make this work. So absolutely. Well, and and here's where I gotta, I gotta say, the Flash trailer wasn't completely fucking trash, and I have shit on Ezra <laughs> for like four or five years. I fucking love the suit. I'll, I'll start with that because the suit in Justice League, even the the Jack, Zack Snyder one from earlier this year, but which I, I I liked, that suit was fucking trash. Um, and I, I don't really like the way Ezra played the character, but I like the suit in the Flash trailer. I, I like what they're putting out. It, it looks interesting. It looks like it has elements of Flashpoint in there and some true Flash history uh, that we're going going to get, hopefully. I think the Batcave, from what I was seeing, is Michael mm -hmm. Keaton's Batcave from the 89. That's, that's what it looks like. Yeah. So I mean, the voiceover is Michael Keaton. That's interesting as fuck, man. Yeah, and then in the trailer, or it's not even a real trailer; it's more like just footage. But we see two, we see two Barry Allens, and we see Supergirl. Like nobody, everyone's all focused that hey, there's two Barrys, and I'm like, yeah, Supergirl's right next to them. Yep. So we see two Barrys, and uh, Supergirl seemingly asking Batman if he's going to team up with them. And I was just like, whoa, well, this definitely appears to be very interesting. Um, I'm interested to see what else happens. Are we going to see the reverse flash? I don't know. We haven't seen Eobar Thorne yet. We might in this Man, film. Man, I'm going to tell you right fucking now. Um, reverse flash is one of the all-time greatest villains ever. He's so fucking petty. He, and he's so OP. If they do him right, you talk about kicking off you know, like your hopefully jointed uh, cinematic universe, Reverse Flash can show up almost fucking anywhere and wreck shit. He can make cameos all over the place and be a fucking dick every time. That mm -hmm. would be fun. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. I mean, why else? Would, I mean, we see him uh, seemingly go into the past and, like, be with his mom and, you know... We know how that's how he starts Flashpoint, goes back to save his mom, so we shall see. Um, I'm waiting for a full-on trailer, but what I saw, it did look interesting. Uh, yep. I'm curious, so. Um, did you all see the, the Flash, uh, not the Flash, Shazam's little side piece, too? Yep. Uh, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, we got Helen Murian and Lucy Liu playing these two goddesses coming down trying to put the smack down on uh zachary levi and his squad uh it looked it looked kind of interesting it looks like they're still filming because I, I don't think they're done but we got to see some a little bit of footage so what did y'all think go ahead Carlos. did you I, like this one i actually didn't see it okay so, oh wow yeah, my bad. I, that the shazam, shazam 2 has me 
interested. Um, I like the power set. I like what they set off in the, the first one in general. I didn't absolutely love it, but I, I enjoyed it for the most part. I, I, when I went back and saw it again, I was like, okay, I get where they're coming from. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm down for Shazam. I just want them to keep building towards that inevitable beatdown with uh, Black Adam. So yeah. if, if they're creeping towards that, I'm down. Oh, I won't be surprised. Like the after, either the after credits or the end of the film, we see Black Adam. So that be, that's what I'm hoping. So we'll see what happens. But um, I know that they go. I guess they go to Mount Olympus. Uh, the Wizard is back because they show a scene with um, uh, Dejamun, uh Hansu or Digimon. Yeah, that guy. Uh, he played the Wizard <laughs> in the original uh, Shazam. He's back for the sequel. Um, I, I guess they go to a couple of. Uh, uh, Greek god history locations. One of them is Mount Olympus, and they, I think they go to another spot too. I think they go to the River Styx for a second. So, real quick, real quick, the other thing that they gotta get fucking right with uh, with Shazam, maybe in the trilogy or late, uh, maybe in a, a cameo, even in the second one. Who fucking knows? You got all this Greek god stuff going on, rightly so. That's part of his uh, his lore and mythology. Well, you already got you got Wonder Woman and Diana with all kinds of Greek god uh, history and stuff with Zeus as well. I feel like Diana should be a cameo somewhere in here too, oh. or they should allude to her. Or you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, kind of disagree. I think it's more mainly going to be uh, the powers that's been bestowed to him, and then the first champion coming for his ass, and like them warning billy like you need to like kind of step it up and be aware like know your power set because the other guy does and he's coming for your ass because usually it's usually shazam and superman against black adam generally from what i've seen i mean but i mean maybe mention a diana but i don't i don't think we need diana i I mean she's going to be doing her their her next film wonder woman 3 because there's a uh, a segment with Patty Jenkins. There's like a little Q and A. She talked about the third film ramping up. So, personally, I think it should be about the first champion, him being on his way. Without any kind of mention of that, to me, it's going to lose its luster. But we need to have more of this whole meeting with Black Adam and Shazam, and maybe a little Superman be- in between to help him out. So, that's what I'm looking forward to in this sequel. Even though we have two goddesses coming down. To whoop his ass, but or him and his family because they're yep. in it too. But R- real quick, going back to the Batman, here's I'm a stickler for this. Gotham has to look fucking gritty, and I absolutely one of the reasons why I hated Birds of Prey so fucking much is that was the worst Gotham I, I had ever seen in a movie. And I'm even talking back to the '90s uh, Batman with the bat nipples. That was just a shit Gotham. Um, this one looks interesting to me. You, you, you see, like, him and Catwoman kind of uh, as the sun is setting or maybe the sun is rising, possibly, after a night on uh, night protecting Gotham and whatnot. Gotham looks like it's a fucking corrupt, dirty, filthy mess. And that's the only way I ever want to see fucking just, Gotham. Yeah, I mean, there's rumors that we might see Joaquin Phoenix as Joker in this for a split second. Uh, I doubt it, but you never know. Could, could be. be could be a cameo so, who knows could be so we'll see but uh march 4th is not that far away so nope. 
We shall see, but I'm interested in that one for sure. Um, yeah. And then uh, the other big takeaway for me was uh, Young Justice. Yes. Young Justice Season 4. So when they did their panel or whatnot, the, they dropped episodes. So Season 4 started on HBO Max. They dropped two episodes, and then uh, subsequent episodes will air every Thursday. So every Thursday. And apparently this is supposed to be huge. There's supposed to be 20-some-odd episodes for this season. I'm down. I still got to. I'm working my way through season three still, but I'll catch the fuck up. It's oh series. shit! Are you serious? Yeah, I started. So Blue and I, we started season four, and uh, it's definitely a different pace because season three it has a lot of moving parts, a lot, and there's a shit ton of characters. Not that's just the Young Justice side. There's also the Leaguers yeah. that they work with. So there's a lot of shit going on. This one kind of slows it down. Um, it's a lot more political, but I don't expect it to stay that way. Um, there's pro- it's probably going to get just as crazy as the last two seasons. So I'm on board. Uh, I already started, like I said. Um, there's going to be probably a new episode tonight at midnight. I'm probably going to watch it <laughs> uh, before I pass out. So uh, it looked good. I'm happy that they're... It's crazy because this is show has been around for like over a decade. Yeah, but yet we don't have four seasons. They had a hiatus though for several. <laughs> they had years. several. They've had several hiatus. The, yeah. The it's it's literally years before season two and three, and then when season three dropped, it's been like two years. I think there's like five or six years between two and three. So, um, real quick, there was a teaser, and I don't know if it was official or not. So fact check me if I'm wrong. For I thought I saw a concept art for the Blue Beetle suit. Yes. Okay. So that was real. Yeah, that's real. And the, oh, so they did a panel. They okay, did a panel yeah. with uh, I believe his name is pronounced Zolo. Like <laughs> from, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the, he's Miguel from uh, from uh, Karate Kid. Yeah, or Cobra Kai. Sorry, I keep thinking right. Yeah. So he's Blue Beetle. You want to talk about perfect casting? I mean, that's right there. He's got you know the training from. Uh, his stint on Cobra Kai, and so it was him and the uh, the director discussing, you know, the upcoming movie. So it's mm-hmm. an exclusive movie to HBO Max, and they did some concept art and I guess some storyboarding a little bit. I didn't watch all of it; I only caught glimpses. Or uh, I caught the story art that they were working on. And I, there's a little bit of Q and A on there, so I was like, oh shit! And it wasn't very long. It was like maybe like a five minute Q and A. I'm gonna tell you right, th- this right now. If you get the fucking suit right and you don't go cheap, Warner Brothers, you could have something that's kind of a cross between an Iron Man suit at times and a Venom symbiote suit at times. Mm-hmm. That fucking Scarab can do goddamn almost everything. He's OP as fuck. So again, if you get this suit right, I'm, I'm all the way in. I need to see a full trailer. It's too early to tell. I like the casting for... I'm Reyes, but get the suit right, and I'm down. Hold on, uh, here. What did you think? I didn't watch that either. Okay. Uh, did you see the concept art, though? Did you see the little clip? Mm-hmm. Or it's not a clip. It's just like a It's a very cool drawing, fully colored and everything. It's actually pretty awesome. No, no, I didn't see it. So uh, I guess Ted Cord is either in it or they will pay a lot you of respect to, to him. Well, no, you yeah. have to have Ted Cord Industries and, and Ted Cord. Yes, Cord Industries is in it, but I don't, I don't know if Ted Cord will be featured because it will be a Jaime Reyes story. Well, well, it'll, we'll it should be at the bare minimum, similar to Ant-Man in terms of, like, you have uh, 
the old man, you mm-hmm. know, with some of the experience and whatnot, and then you have Jaime, the the new one. Yeah, as long as some, as long as there's respect to Ted, yeah. then I'm I'm cool. So yeah. that's cool. Uh, uh, Prodigy, you were uh, up here fapping, telling everybody that you're uh, can't wait for this uh, Batgirl film. I guess Yo. for HBO Max. Okay, so you <laughs> Batgirl's <laughs> fine as fuck. Like, who the shit is that actress? Wait, who are you? God who a... damn! Look, oh, her, uh, what is her name? Yeah, phone is bad. So you're not talking about Bat Woman, right? You're talking about Bat Girl. Bat Girl, not <laughs> yeah, Bat Woman. Girl. Leslie Bat Grace. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh boy, hold up, I'm interested now. Well, all right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is weird though. I just look. I, mm-hmm? I just saw like when she was born. It's like you know, I was a fucking oh. sophomore in high school. Oh, <laughs> we're, we're old fucks. We are old fucks, but yeah. Now yeah. you see, I, I don't, I don't know anything more than that, but I do know. Well, I don't know, but I'm hoping they tie her to. Um, what's your boy? That's going to be Commissioner Gordon, um, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright. Oh no! Gordon? So no, they brought back J.K. Simmons to be Commissioner Gordon. Oh well, then where is Jeffrey Wright going to be Gordon? I thought he's uh, he's Gordon in uh, the Batman. That's what I'm saying. I thought that so, they were going to tie her to no. him. So remember, apparently the Batman is on Earth too. Oh shit! So okay. <laughs> I can't that's, keep up. Able, that's why you're able to get a different a different um, Gordon as well as a different Batgirl. So apparently okay. they're going to have a Batgirl on that one as well. So okay, I thought this was that Batgirl, but all right, I, I'm I'm down. She she bad. So we'll, we'll fucking see. Um, Kronos, you did see uh, some gaming from Warner Brothers, Suicide Squad and Gotham Knights, right? Yeah, yeah. They both. I mean, they said there were gameplay footage, but it's not gameplay footage. They're all just they're just cinematics. But it was it was fine. I mean, um, Suicide Squad um, kills the Justice League looked pretty cool. Um, I like the the whole vibe around it. It seemed funny. You know, shit seemed really funny. And it looks like the Justice League has been taken over by something. So they've got to go out and uh, and kill them, and it's made by Rocksteady, so it should be dope. You know, Rocksteady made the, I guess at this point, the second best comic book game of all time. You know, with, uh, mm. with Arkham Asylum and um, Arkham City. I think it was Arkham City, right? That was the other one. Yeah, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and then Arkham Knight. Yeah, I mean they were all fantastic games. You know, it only got taught by Spider Man and the Miles Morales Spider Man, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. But it but it wasn't by much. I mean, those games were fantastic. So I, I'm all in for for that game. What do you guys think about that one? Uh, I'm definitely impressed by it. I will say this: uh, going up against the Justice League is just going to be fun because we already know all the Superman and Wonder Woman, Batman, Green Lantern. We know their power set. We know their personality. We know how they get down. And if you're in the Suicide Squad. You got a fucking bomb in your head, and you can go all out. You know what I mean? You don't have to be held back by the rules of, you know, being a quote-unquote hero, really. You know what I mean? So those should be some fun, fun-ass fun boss battles. The only thing um, I'm a little confused on, and again, like Rono said, uh, there's no, there wasn't gameplay footage, but I'm assuming that this takes place all over the D.C. fake U.S., because, you know, Metropolis and Gotham City and Central City, Jump City, all of that, because... Uh, that would make it even more interesting, having a whole bunch of uh, variety on the um, on the uh, the worlds to fight in. You know what I mean? 
And I don't even know, is this open world or not? And is it co-op? So, I would say based off the Arkham series, it's probably just the same. You know, semi-open world, the very big sandbox. Co-op, I don't see why not. Because, uh, I mean, look how many characters at least the trailer has. Like, there's a shit ton of people in this. And some of them die. <laughs> some people get their heads blown off. So it'd be interesting if you play certain characters and their character dies and you have to switch to a different Suicide Squad member. Um, I don't know. But I think it'd be very, very fun to play with like a four-player co-op Suicide Squad. But we shall see. I mean, we haven't been given that much detail as of yet. Not that I've seen. Yeah. And and I just love the whole aspect of Waller being a raging fucking cunt. Like, I don't <laughs> want a friendly Amanda Waller ever. I don't want her smiling. I don't want her making inspirational anything. I just want her being a fucking cunt saying, do this or I'm going to blow your fucking head off. That's it. I love that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that shit with the penguin was hilarious. Oh, he's running away. Oh, he's still going. No, he's up the yeah. door. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking Waller. Like, keep that shit. And I even love when she's, like, uh, telling Batman off. Like, Waller needs to be fucking Waller all the fucking time. Whether it's oh, Waller, Fat Waller, or whatever. Be a so... Couple of tidbits, according to Rocksteady, this is a continuation of the Arkham series, hmm. and this will will have single player and multiplayer. All right, I'm I'm very interested. It's been a while because Arkham Knight was probably 2014, 2015, somewhere in there. So the game takes place in Metropolis. Okay. Open All world right. based on Metropolis. Uh, and the characters, I guess, Harley Quinn, Deadshot, Captain Boomerang, and King Shark, just like we saw. And there will be, oh, a four-player cooperative player mode. Hell yeah, man. I'm fucking down. And if you, you are, if you're playing solo, players can switch between characters at will, while the others will be controlled by AI. Huh. So there you go. If the AI is good and, you know, this works well. I mean, Metropolis is certainly big enough to to do almost anything with it just you you need like the core members of the justice league and you need to fucking fuck them up that would be interesting i mean just because i mean metropolis is just as famous as uh gotham but it's known as the city of tomorrow it's supposed to be the clean version of gotham but yep. metropolis does have it it does have like a quote-unquote ghetto one of which being freeland where mm -hmm. black lightning's from and there's, uh, you know, I guess there's been other uh, heroes that have come out of some of the spots in Metropolis. So we will probably see other, like, maybe low-level Justice Leaguers that we have to go. Um, like Cronus was saying, it looks like they're being taken over by something. To me, that something looks like Brainiac. I was going to say. Lot, yeah. It looks a lot like Brainiac. Even though you don't see the head or the skull or anything, um, it looks very crazily like like Brainiac, so. But but at the same time, both Lex and Gorilla Grodd have had some serious takeover. Uh, exactly. Plots, you know, so yeah. we'll see. So did uh, Ultra Humanite. Humanite. Oh, the Humanite. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Very true. Shit, he's like, so he put his he put his brain in other people's bodies. <laughs> hell yeah. So we'll we'll fucking see. And then the other one, from a gaming standpoint, was was Gotham Knights, which we know has four player co op with the nope. basically the two player or two player, player co op. Player. Sorry, two-player co-op, but with the Bat family. The Bat Girl, uh, Jason Todd, uh, Red Hood, 
um, Nightwing, and I think it's Tim Drake. I think it's. I don't think it's Tim. I think it's Damien. Well, that Damien looks pretty old. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, his dad dies, but. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you right now. This is a big spoiler, but Bruce Wayne is not, or Batman is not really dead in that. Of course not. Fuck out of here. That's definitely Damien. That's Damien's Robin's. Like suit. Oh, it is. So, okay. Yeah. So it's it's Red Hood, you know, Damian Wayne is Robin, uh, Batgirl, and Nightwing. Okay. Uh, still very much down for that one, but. Oh wait, I, no. It's... I'm sorry. That is, Tim Drake is it's Robin. Tim. I. Should... Oh, it's Tim. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then Jason Todd is obviously Red Hood. So okay. There we go. All right. Sure. Uh, we'll, we'll see. My only issue is I, uh, I still want to see, da- well, maybe, we- did we see gameplay on this one? Yes, there's been game, you can this watch a 30 year. minute, yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah. about to say, you can watch the 30 minute, because they, there's a segment of someone playing Batgirl and someone playing Robin as they fight, uh, Mr. Freeze. Okay. And they have to, like, work together to take down his little, uh, freeze atomic bomb thing i mean it looks like god it looks like the arkham series except with two people in it and uh but this time for fandom they showed the focus as the court of owls and what the different talons look like there's multiple talons coming at you and i'm like oh shit this ought to be interesting because i know those talons are no fucking joke so if it takes two of you to take that one talon you know that's gonna be some shit i don't feel pain so yeah, they sure don't. They sure don't. That's one of the uh, the better Batman stories. It actually involves the whole Bat family in a lot of ways. So yeah. I'm, I'm down for that one. I'm hoping that there will be DLC characters like uh, Azrael, even though I don't think he's a huge player in it. Huntress, Batwoman, and uh, the Signal, um, and uh, Batwing. Hopefully, they like they're you're able to play them like later on, like add them as DLC. So we'll see. One of my favorite fucking moments in, I think it was Arkham Knight? Well, you, fact check me if I'm wrong, but where you're like kind of gliding in the kind of open world of Gotham City, and all of a sudden, uh, Man Bat just fucking swoops out of nowhere <laughs> yeah. and fucks your shit up, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Here? Yeah. That <laughs> happens twice. That happens in uh, Arkham Asylum and Arkham Knight. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that was like, oh shit. I wasn't, I wasn't warned about that. That was cool. Yeah, it's fucked up because when you're trying to get him, he like screams at you and shit. I'm like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Good shit, good shit, good shit, good shit. Uh, oh, and then one last DC thing. I know it was gone heavy on DC. Uh, the Injustice animated movie dropped, so I haven't yeah. seen it yet. I, 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 or maybe it's just on blue uh, digital. Um, so some people are buzzing about it. Some people don't like it. Some people say it doesn't give enough of the story like obviously the comic or even some of the video games they've had two fighting games about it but i want to fucking see this I've, we've talked about injustice on here for like five six years i'm down and i hope that uh i hope it's good we'll see but have either oh, of you seen it yet or no no i didn't know that i knew it dropped on digital but so i'm checking out uh hbo max and mm-hmm. they have a fandom collection so stuff that they talked about, because I guess they, I guess they talked about Teen Titans Go, fucking trash ass show. <laughs> I guess there's some new shit. This other shit, which looks like trash, the Aquaman King of Atlantis. I don't know what the fuck uh, I'm the, with that shit. 
Yeah, so I yeah. mean, it's an animated show, but I'm not a fan of the animation, and it looks super jokey. Is that uh, the Steven Universe looking one? Yeah, no, it's the Steven it, Universe it looks looking like, one. No, it looks like uh, the Thundercats Roar. That's what it looks like. Well, yeah, to me that, yeah, to me that looked like Steven Universe. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Of course it's yeah. Universe, uh, it looks the same. Yeah, it looks like they're all the same universe. And then, uh, so for the longest time, Batman The Long Halloween Part 1 was on HBO Max. Part 2 is on there now. So you can watch the whole thing. So both of those are on there. Uh, I know they had panels with two, uh, Doom Patrol, uh, Titans, because I guess there's some behind-the-scenes stuff with Titans. Um, there's some shit. more. Uh, <laughs> definitely Superman and Lois, which is actually a really actually pretty good fucking series, despite it's on, despite it being on the CW. It's actually one of Superman's better shows, especially of, of late. And then. Um, what is? Uh, I guess there's some highlight stuff from the Batman on here. Um, well, you were you were talking about on Twitter or in the chat? Did you you started fucking heavy with uh, Star Girl? Yeah, holy shit! Like, so the first season of Star Girl is not a CW show. It started on a DC Universe before it imploded. So the CW caught it. And they did season two, and season two kind of—I was kind of like, uh, they're gonna CW this and make it all kind of light and fluffy. It kind of starts that way, but then it gets super dark, kind of gradually. It doesn't hit you all at once, but it's like they do things with the villain where it becomes psychological to the characters, to where it, it inflicts pain, and like this, this like entity literally attacks them through fear through their guilt through um everything they've ever doubted themselves with and it's just like it's super it's good because they don't show like if you watch the flash or like arrow they usually show the villain in the background like looking all brooding and stuff you don't see the villain doing this stuff to them you just see what happens to them in an entire episode and them like literally utterly breaking down and I'm just like, holy shit. And like, it even que makes you question, is this in their head or is this, are they being afflicted by this entity? And sometimes you don't know. I mean, as you progress through the series, you, you kind of put it together like, yeah. But like, he literally breaks them down to their core. One of them, he gets even racial. For instance, like, there's a young African American uh, girl on the show, she's Dr. Midnight. And he sh this entity shows up as a little blonde-haired, blue-eyed white kid. And he goes to this girl, and he's just like, he shows her the JSA in their prime. He's like, you see this? You'll never be a part of this. You're the wrong gender. You're the wrong color. Like, you're nothing. Oh, and I'm just like, I'm just like, holy shit. And this girl, you see her face, like, kind of crumbling. But he continues to attack her with these things and she has to like kind of face it but they do this per episode per character so like one character it literally breaks down like you know what is going on with them like one of them his parents is, are killed by uh solomon grundy so oh, he's trying he's trying to reconcile with grundy realizing that he's just kind of like a force of nature but then when it, he sees that he might have killed a young girl and they show this dead 10 year old girl's body floating in the river and he accuses them of doing it but then you find out there's more to it than what it was and it, it just becomes this whole thing and it, and it's weird to me because there's more blood in these episodes than there was in venom too damn so it was it was done really subtly it was done really well 
Um, a new episode, because they were on a hiatus, a new episode just dropped the other day. I have not watched it yet. I'm probably going to watch it in the next couple days. Um, Stargirl's actually kind of, you know, gotten better for me, even though it does start out a little light in the fluffy stuff, but it gets dark, like, super gradually. And I think they did a really good job in telling dark stories and still keep it kind of, you know, PG-13, so. Good shit. Kronos, get in here on the... Uh, oh, go ahead. I was gonna, I was gonna segue into uh, Batwoman. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. I was gonna say, go so ahead. We're Break it talking down. about DC. This, hopefully this will be done with DC <laughs> after this. We've been talking about sure. DC a lot. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you know, when Batwoman first came out of the show, uh, we kind of all trashed on the show. Even, even though I didn't watch the show, I said it didn't look that great. So, you know, I, I was kind of on the, the train as well. Um, but I think it was universally not liked on this show. And we were talking a lot of trash about it, about how, you know, the action wasn't great. You know, Ruby Rose's, Ruby Rose's, um, performance wasn't that great. And she seemed rather stiff, you know, in fight season stuff. I think those were actually the exact words. And, um, apparently, uh, Ruby Rose released a, like a long thing on, Instagram, which is funny because she put it in most of it in cursive, which most people don't can't even read fucking cursive anymore. But I read it slowly, um, <laughs> and there was a whole bunch of issues with uh, that that show, like on set, specifically with her and some other cast members. Um, one of the main things was when we were talking about like her being kind of stiff on set. Well, apparently she had like broken her neck and like had some. I think it was like a tumor or something like that that like broke her ribs, and so she was in the hospital. And 10 days out of the hospital from those, you know, pretty serious fucking injuries, they had her on set. And so that's probably one of the main reasons why she didn't look quite up to snuff with, like, action scenes in the show. And there was also, like, issues with, like, uh, some of the showrunners. And I guess somebody died on set. And another person got, like, third-degree burns. And they were just, like, not treating people the right way. So after reading, like, all of her you know, statements on Instagram, I was like, man, like, this really shows, like, there's, like, there's usually three sides to every story, right? You know, their side, the other side, and the truth. So this this is at least showing, you know, her side of the story, which I'm more inclined to believe because she came with receipts, like, showing her x-rays and shit, you know, and her being in the hospital. Like, this this wasn't a joke, you know, and I, I know that, you know, I think it was Warner Brothers who did it. Like, they had a statement, but it didn't really seem to address anything that she was talking about. There was basically, they were just trying to say that, you know, they fired her, I'm just like, mm, okay, I guess, but, you know, can you address, like, what she said, like, the actual grievances that she had about the show, because it seemed like they were just kind of fucking her over for, like, a lot of this stuff, and for her to, like, and she felt like she needed to stay because she was, like, making the show kind of work, but after a while, you know, she had to go, so, yeah, uh, if y'all are interested, like, go on her Instagram page, or find it on Twitter, um, it'll show, like, her her side of the story of what happened on with Batwoman. So it's just not um, what we originally thought. So, what did y'all read? Yeah. I, I, I did. Well, I saw most of it. I didn't see the actual x-rays uh, in terms of that she posted, but um, I, if if that's true, then obviously CW Warner Brothers really, really fucked up and fucked her over. Uh, it's, she was alleging um, that Basically, they almost like blackmailed her. Like, if you don't, you know, come back, uh, we're gonna cancel the show and everybody's gonna get fired. Yeah. Um. So that that's foul and wrong and all of that stuff. If true, if true, I want to just say that because I wasn't there. I don't know what the fuck happened. 
But, um, you know, I mean, I tried. I watched like one episode of the season without her and it was rough to watch, you know, at least for me and my my sensibilities. And I've watched plenty of CW. My expectations were pretty low. But that's neither here nor there. If they were abusive, if they were abusive on the set uh, and were fucked up when she was literally recovering from a major injury and trying to film action scenes with her, um, then obviously that's wrong. And that's all the way foul. And somebody should pay for that shit. Like, that, that, you, that shouldn't go down, you know, that way. And then her losing the lead role um, over that, or leaving the role, whatever the fuck happened, uh, obviously would be fucked up and wrong, too, and I would hope that they would bring her back under very different circumstances with very different leadership, maybe? But, yeah, this is this is not good. Now, what, what was interesting to me, though, is obviously the CW shows are part of a larger, you know, CWDC shows are part of a larger kind of network. They do crossovers and all that other shit. So I'd be curious to hear, well, is anything close to this going on with Legends or Flash or back in Arrow days or Supergirl? Like, doesn't seem what, like what, it. Hold, real quick, let me, let me just read the Warner Brothers response. And it's like, <laughs> I'll read it word for word. Warner Brothers response to this. Despite the revisionist history that Ruby Rose is now sharing online amid the producers, the cast and crew, the network and the studio... The truth is that Warner Brothers Television decided not to exercise its option to engage Ruby Rose for season two of Batwoman, based on multiple complaints about workforce. I'm sorry, workplace behavior that were extensively reviewed and handled privately, out of the respect for all concerned. So, I mean, she came with receipts, and they didn't address anything that she was talking about in their response. So, to mm. me, it has me leaning a little bit more towards Ruby Rose's allegations towards them. Because, yeah, just saying that basically we, we decided that just to basically fire her because of multiple complaints. But they don't talk about what those complaints were. I mean, I, obviously, they don't have to. But, I mean, she at least went into specifics about what the fuck happened. And I, I haven't heard any, anybody on set that said that Ruby Rose did anything wrong. So. I, I haven't heard either. Uh, but... She's the first one that I and I don't follow all of that woman news, but she's the first one I've heard that's been vocal with really concrete complaints about the set of that woman as well. Like there's multiple other actors and writers and other people on there. Like some a lot of people need to speak up if this is true. It shouldn't be just her if this is true. <clears throat> Go ahead, Alden. Uh, I, this is so I didn't read her statement. I was waiting to see uh, what you guys wanted to bring up about it and whatnot. Uh, I just knew that everyone's talking about it. I mean, we've we've had a cast member from Arrow on our podcast, and from what I can tell, like what Project was saying, Legends, Arrow, The Flash, which is going on to season eight. Um, I haven't heard anything, you know, remotely crazy from anyone else on the, you know, cat. even people that got fired. Well, no, the one guy that got fired was uh, the guy who played Ralph Dibney. And in that instance, the CW came with receipts. They showed like the tweets that he was doing 
and I guess he was drunk a few times, and he said a lot of racist, misogynistic, and some homophobic stuff, and they showed it. And so they were just like, they fired him quick, fast, and it hurt. Did, did, hold on, I, I, I misspoke for a second. Somebody didn't die. Somebody got uh, paralyzed on set. Okay. Which I mean, still, that's pretty it's still awful. Too. Yeah. 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 It's not. It's not good. I just. I don't know the, all the circumstances that led to that. Maybe it was a tragic accident. I don't know. And I'm not trying to defend CW Warner Brothers if this is all true. I'm just trying to say I don't know. And there's so many DC CW shows. I haven't heard of them being this foul, perhaps. But go ahead, old ninja. Yeah. Uh, I want to. What I want to hear is someone from like the crew. I mean, I know that they're probably unionized or whatnot, but anyone that left the show or someone else that can speak out about any of the shows, including Black, Black Lightning and whatever else and whatnot. I mean, the CW is about to drop another DC show from uh, Ava DuVernay. So, oh, yeah. The Niobe, uh, Niobe right? I believe. Yeah. So, and oh, this is a new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, this is coming out supposedly soon within the next three or four months. And they were talking about this at Fandom as well. Um, I'm, I want to hear, you know, someone that can maybe speak anonymously off the books about, you know, hey, yeah, this was kind of messed up. You know, it's not or or it, this isn't completely true. Something either, you know, I want to see some kind of receipts from the other side so we can try to as a as the fan base or whatnot, you know, piece together the truth. But. If this is true on her part, you know, good for her for leaving. You know, that's some shitty shit to go through for your job. You know, I mean, hey, wait, wait, stop. Whatever you're doing, you're like rubbing your microphone or something. You scratching? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm hoping over the next couple of days that we'll see more, more light being shed on this subject. So, but for now, it sounds really shitty. Providing that her all of her accusations are are true, and uh, I hope you know the CW does better, and I hope everyone else on the other shows remains safe. You know, providing that these allegations are true. So, and and if I'm not mistaken, though, that woman is going into like season three now. Season three already started. Uh, yeah. I think the second episode just aired like tonight so, or yesterday or something. So yeah, I I don't know. I I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know yeah, what happened I mean, on that set. Uh, so season eight of The Flash drops next month with a huge, like a five-episode crossover event. So yeah. this could this could impact this coming up. I mean, they're not the same shows, but some of the people from Batwoman are going to show up in this event. So who knows? We're going to see. Uh, let's get into that Cowboy Bebop uh, trailer. God damn. This is like one of the best shows I've ever seen. Like, seriously, it was so fucking entertaining to watch. And Wait, you, you saw the show? No, the trailer. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about the trailer. That just, that yeah, just I was about to say, you hold that, you, you be getting those early accesses that we be known. Oh, on Amazon. <laughs> Most of Amazon, yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the Wheel of Time to drop on early access, so I'm watching the shit out of that. And I want to oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. So, I've been hearing, I've been, people have been talking about it, but go ahead, go ahead. All right. So, um, yeah, Cowboy Bebop. I, you know, there's been a curse of, you know, live action anime anything, especially American, American made ones. If it's American made anime anything, it's fucking trash. Um, but this looks like they know, like they actually put in time and effort into making the show. When they first had the original music tied into 
you know, the live action. There's like literally, I think it's almost shot for shot with the intro. Uh, I was I was all in, and then in this one in the the trailer, they're literally messing around with like the cells, like you know you have like the the comic book cells, like they're literally literally grabbing like the bar of the cell and like they're moving it around to like make like these really cool action scenes and like actually progress the trailer along. And it's just it, you gotta watch it. It's no, I haven't seen anybody do anything like this before. I don't know if you guys have, but it, it looked fucking amazing. What did you guys think? I'm I've I've been. I've said this before, I've been burned a lot on these, like so many times. I, I, I don't I don't give me hope. I've given don't you give hope. Fucking I've hope. Give, I've given you hope. <laughs> I, I I hope I really hope that this does break that curse and it's faithful and it's awesome and everybody loves it and it's a it's a huge success. I, I want that to be the case. I'm going to wait until it's in our hands and we can view it for ourselves and then we'll, we'll, we'll weigh in. But I have been burned so many goddamn times. I have not liked a single one. I think Blue recommended one a few years back. And he said, oh, this is this is a really good one. Even that one was fucking trash. I can't remember if it was Death, uh, Death Note or a Light. Or, no, he uh, hated he hated Death Note. No. There was, no, but there was one that he did Yeah, like, I know I what you're talking about. Uh, I know what you're talking about. And I was just, I watched it and I was like, eh, you know, maybe. Nope. Every, every single time I've gotten my hopes up, even if you rewind the tape on this show, I've gotten my hopes up at least four or five times. I've been disappointed. I hope I'm wrong this time. You know, I'll, I will watch it. Old Ninja? Uh, I did not watch the trailer. However, John chose in this, so I'm already invested. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, John Cho and the guy that played uh, uh, Bushmaster. Oh, uh, Bushmaster. Say, say she name right. Yeah, he, he plays. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but he plays like the, the mechanic guy. God, I forget the guy's is name. It, is his name really Mufasa? It's it's something similar to that. It's, yeah, it's, I think it's either Mufasa or Mustafa. I think it's Mustafa. Yeah, but say she name right. Dude, I love that fucking actor. Like just that one season, I still think about how great he was as that uh, fucking character. And he, yeah, he looks that'd be good. awesome if they sold that rum. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I mean, he looks pretty good in this. He plays Jet. That's what fucking... his name is. He plays Jet. And no one, nobody's going to complain that Jet is black. You better not complain. <laughs> <laughs> no. So wait, how do you pronounce his name? What's his, what's his name? I think it's... Hold on. <coughs> Give me a second. I gotta look him up again. Stokes. I'm pretty sure... Mariah Stokes. Yes, yeah, Mustafa Shakir. Okay, there Mustafa. you go. Mustafa, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, there you go. Big imposing dude. Yeah, he could kick. He's kicking the shit out of motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping he'd um, be in more stuff. Well, obviously, he's in this, but I want to see him even, even more stuff because he, he seems like a really good actor. Absolutely. Well, remember the other guy who took off was um, uh, now he's playing uh, Black Manta, and he was uh, obviously in um, uh, what was that show? Watchmen. As well, what's his name? Oh, oh. yeah, I know he's Yeah, he's in a lot of shit. He's in Candyman. He's in yeah. Ma Matrix. Matrix uh, he's playing Morpheus. Yeah, he's playing like a different version or a young version of Morpheus or some shit. I think um, what happened is the same thing that they, the way that they uh, explained it away when that when that lady died, the Oracle died, that she had to get a new no. form. So I think that's what they yeah. do with him. Maybe. Even though he supposedly but... died in the sh in the Matrix. Yeah, he dies. Yeah, so in not. in the game, he dies. Yeah. Matrix Online, he dies. So and apparently they're using 
some of the stuff that happened in the game as canon for the film. So, Dude, all, all I want people to realize, and, and again, we're older now, but like, god damn it, 20 fucking years ago when the Matrix fucking dropped, that shit went so goddamn hard. That was like the cyber fucking Star Wars of our fucking time. Like, I remember watching it like three times in the theater and just loving the ever-loving shit out of it. And even the sequels, especially the second one more than the third one, they were big events. Like, everybody knew where the fuck they were going opening weekend. Oh, yeah. Huge. Dude, I remember the first one came out, and I was just like, well, there's a lot of buzz around this film, but then when we saw it, it it was a packed fucking house. There was people that stood on the edges of the theater the entire two hours and watched the film standing up. That's how packed the theater was. Even the very front row where your neck is craning back and your eyes are bleeding, all those seats were full watching Mayfair. We saw like a 10 uh, like a 10 o'clock showing and like the the scene with the train where the face-offs between neo and agent smith there's this little moment of silence and like the guy next to me one of my closest friends he yells out fuck him up the whole theater <laughs> erupted people threw one dude jumped out of his seat someone threw popcorn in the air the whole fucking theater was cheering it was so <laughs> it was so insane it was yes. insane i'll never forget that moment that was when it dropped and it's fucked up because literally like two and a half months later episode one from star wars fucking dropped so damn i remember watching that because i was yeah. crazy crazy I was time through, uh, i was going through comp school in the marine corps when that movie when that movie dropped i remember we had to drive from like 29 palms like fucking ontario to go watch that movie. God damn. And we were like, damn, it was like me and like three other nerds. But uh <laughs> we uh we loved that movie. Because it was like I remember like the trailers were like so like obscure. Like what is mm-hmm. the Matrix? And we're all like, well what the fuck is the Matrix? You know, <laughs> I said we all want to well, I just want to see what is the Matrix? Like we don't understand. Yep. And the first scene where like you know Trinity just jumped and the whole goddamn scene shifted and like turned which is now people use that all the time now but that was the first time i saw it being used yeah it was like that, that three-dimensional shot yeah my fucking jaw dropped on the floor i was like what am i watching dude when he was getting shot on that rooftop and fucking limbo bent backwards and shit and then bullets fucking sailed back i was like what in the shit is going on <laughs> this this is some other shit you know what i mean and then remember in between the first movie and the second movie dropping and brody's like well what the fuck does zion look like you know what's that going to be like there was all kind of us i remember people doing like fucking college articles like just writing their own fucking fan fiction that was the first <laughs> time i was exposed to fan fiction based really? on the fucking matrix shit yeah like where people oh, okay. just would write their own shit uh and and be like hey i'm putting this on a blog you know oh yeah there was... <laughs> there was even, it wasn't even a blog well actually no i guess back then it was a blog right yeah, yeah back then it was yeah. a blog yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you're right. And then, like, see, when you see Zion, you see, like, famous, like, people. Yep. Like, you had, uh, what was it, uh, Dr. Uh, Cornell West was on there. Yeah, he's, like, one of the council members. I'm just like, what the hell? Why is he in this film? But he's speaking so eloquently. I, I love it. And then you had, like, all these other people on there. I'm like, dude, like, well-respected people as well. Dollars and whatnot in the film. And I remember, like... People were like super, just super deep into it, like writing college, like you, like probably said college papers. There's like all these theories. There's like the God complex and all this stuff. And there was like 
uh, the animatrix was supposed to evade people because, like, if you watched it, it had the little short that did the lead-up. So everyone yeah. was all about it. Everyone had to see it. That was, like, one of the top-rented thing, top-rented DVDs before the film came out. It was super crazy. Super crazy. Well, you know, yeah, so I... Sorry. What was really cool about The Matrix is it was, like, one of the first times that most people... It, it's what brought... It, it really changed the way that American movies were being made after that. Because it brought, like, uh, Chinese uh, choreography, like, martial arts choreography, into, like, the Western world. And for, yep. like, the for the, for like the wide audience of America, that was the first time people saw fighting like that outside of, like, a, a Chinese movie or, you know, a Japanese movie. Mainly a Chinese movie. Like a kung fu flick, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, seeing, like, the way they were using, like, wire foo with that shit, it was, like, it was blowing people's minds. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, after that is when, like, you saw, like, more of, like, the you know, the, the evolution of wire foo and then, you know, when they had gun foo with, uh, damn, what was the name of that movie? Oh, Equilibrium? Equilibrium, yeah. That movie when they did the gun contest? Like, oh, that was, man. yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah. That was actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, Go ahead. I was just going to say, but don't forget, like, again, to a 19-year-old prodigy, 19-year-old Crota, 20-year-old Cronos, you know, 55-year-old old ninja. This was, it was amazing to see, mm -hmm. like, these folks in trench coats with, like, Uzis and fucking RPGs and fucking people up, but they everybody looked young and fucking hip and like they would go to some cyber internet cafe or something. <laughs> the look of that motherfucker was off the fucking hook. You know oh, what I mean? Like, like the cool factor was a bunch hard. of cyber goths. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it, that. That works, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's cyber goth, yes. and it took it took the stigma off the because back then. For you youngins, the whole Columbine and trench coat thing was still yeah. kind of like, it was still kind of controversial. Like every time you saw someone in, in a trench coat, people were like, oh, they got a gun. They're about to shoot up the place. So this made the whole trench coat thing like, oh, they must be, you know, heroes or fans of the Matrix. Because it was easy Halloween costume to make. All you yeah. need is a trench coat and a suit. All Dude. black and some glasses and my man, uh, my man Morpheus wore some fucking shades with no glasses, no, yeah. just a rim, and looked <laughs> cool as fuck. And we hadn't seen him like he had such a hot career in the '90s with like, uh, what's love got to do with it, and then um, uh, Boys in the Hood and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But this was something different, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne as like the ultimate guru guy, knowing kung fu, going in and out of places. Bruh, really? he he was Black Yoda. Yes, <laughs> in a trench coat. For real. Everyone, that's why everyone connected with him. He spoke instead of speaking backwards. He just spoke Yoda <laughs> from left to right, front to back, and he just like he taught Neo what to do, and he believed in him so much. But he knew that like he was gonna fail. He kept, but he kept kept with him, and he believed in this whole like you know, bigger than the rest of us type prophecy. And, and, you know, he was captain of the ship and whatnot. And then we saw in part two that he had like, you know, he had a booth thing waiting on him. So <laughs> it, was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, dude, I, I'm all the way fucking excited about that shit. Like, I hope it's a big fucking hit phenomenon again. Yeah, like, some shit. Like, you know, it, rightly so, people give uh, Warner Brothers a whole lot of shit because they fucked up over and over again, putting... Jonah Hex before Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman sometimes. But, um, like, back then, like, they had the Matrix trilogy, Lord of the Rings, and Harry Potter. 
mm -hmm. all hitting in like a, you know, pretty much back to back to back, you know, years around late nineties all the way into the late aughts. Even even Constantine, even though like I mean it was a post Matrix film, but Constantine was kind of a hit, even though it wasn't exactly accurate because. He's supposed to be British. Yeah. There's no uh, the castle that he or his mansion that he had. None of that's really featured, but people still resonated because it was Neo doing dark magic. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even associate him with the DC Constantine because he wasn't British. I was like, what's this exactly? Weird? Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Like he didn't exactly. even try to. He's like, you know, I'm just gonna be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> wasn't blonde. Wasn't... Oh, yeah, none of that. I didn't yeah. get. I didn't get it either. I just thought this was a really cool, like, supernatural film. Come to be like, oh, this is DC. Oh, this is John Constantine. Like, what? He ain't British. He had the trench coat and shit, but he wasn't blonde. I'm like, but it still worked. Yeah, it was dope. Fucking shit, man. Um. I will say I'm slow. I have to think about every fucking episode of Squid Games. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm still on episode three. This shit oh, you're still early. Oh, man. This fucking me up. God damn, I love this. It gets, the, the, the board goes on the crazier. I'm on episode five now, and it's just like, it's a oh, lie. Shit. It's a lie. Mm. I'm just like, why, why are you doing that? God, why are you, now you're doing what with the bodies? What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Damn. Mm -hmm. The, the the part that got me and I had to just sit and think was when um the one gangster with the tattoo on his face and again I'm early on but he was on that bridge and uh, talking to the other gangster and he set him up and he's like the Filipinos coming after your ass and he gets out shanks him and is like welcome to Korea jumps off the bridge, <laughs> like, what the yeah. fuck is he yeah. he shanked the fuck out of that dude yeah. I, I, like he stabbed him once like in the leg I was like oh you got him. And then he started again in the back. I was like, well, you definitely got it. And then he just kept going. I was like, bro, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he wasn't dead enough. Yeah. <laughs> he, he wanted to make sure he didn't get up. Dude, my fucking image of Korea will ever, forever be changed. <laughs> I think of fucking K-pop and fucking uh, boba tea and karaoke. Nah, man. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to a Korea in Seoul at night. Motherfuckers will shank me like them Filipinos. Nah, -uh, it's not happening. It's all bad. It's just it's so crazy, like how much they're. And what's what's insane is that I can guarantee you, like, if you did that in real life, people would do it, even if death mm -hmm. was on the line, because people are in that much fucking debt right now. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. it, it it's relatable on a universal human scale, and that's what I appreciate. It's a unique story, and the other thing that I, I heard, like, uh, when I was reading up about it. Uh, this guy tried to get make this movie or make this series a bunch of times. It got turned down by all the fucking studios yeah. for fucking years. Yeah, so it's like a decade, literally a literal decade. And it was before the biggest Netflix hit in the world. Like, bro, they made they made Human Centipede one and two. I think there's a three, isn't there? There is a three. Like, if, yes, if there's three there's Human three. Centipedes. We need three seasons of Squid Game. All right, because <laughs> <laughs> this is way better than than Human Centipede, especially part two. Part two was just fucking dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, part two was. was oh, I saw the uncensored part two, and that shit was just. I, I will say this: though, I can't help but fucking with my lisp and shit. Put an S on the end. It's supposed to. Be, I know it's Squid Game look. But that shit is getting called Squid Games every fucking time. I mean, to be honest, they do play multiple games. So it's just what, what fucks me up royally is that these are supposed to be games played by children. And these adults are playing it with their lives on the line. Like there are people with guns hovering over them, making sure they complete the task. And as soon as there's like a, a minuscule mistake, the 
the just nanosecond of them just click, boom, and they just keep it moving. I'm just like, holy shit. Yeah. And I will tell you, it's so fucking popular. Uh, I haven't let my kids obviously watch it for very obvious reasons, but uh, it's all over my kids' elementary school. They're talking about Squid Games. And shit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, watch this shit. Mm, <laughs> yeah, mm, but they're just nope. like, yeah. Let, have you heard of Squid Game? Red light, green light. I was like, you ain't supposed to know about that shit. What the fuck is wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, red light, green light is supposed to be an innocent game, but when you add guns to it, it's totally different. <laughs> Welcome to Korea, motherfucker. Wait, so <clears throat> episode three is the one with the, uh, or is that four? It's four the one with the damn, the sugar things, the honey, the honey wax. Oh, honeycomb the honeycomb? One? Yeah. Is that I three? don't think Prodigy's there yet. Prodigy, you see the honeycomb thing? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just no. like, that shit like the anime was like, it was so funny to me. But yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll <laughs> see, man. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. Because it, oh, when you get to that, you'll see another level of what's going on. Yeah. The, in, this, in the thing. This shit's, I think in episode three, like the, you, the cop comes in, right? Uh, two. Yeah, he's in two. there now. But, yeah. you know, but I think in three, though, he, like, actually goes into the. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're alluding to that right now. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, where I am. Yeah, there's like, yeah. there's a whole other layer in episode four. And it was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, Prodigy, you gotta hurry up so, so we can get on this Midnight Madness. So, I, oh, or Midnight yeah. Mask. Yeah, yeah I, I heard. Want to see that. Because uh, people keep saying that this will twist your mind up, and they're saying it's super fucked up. So I'm like, well, I gotta see this then. Yeah, I need, <laughs> I, I need it. Uh, plus, they so, have that guy, uh, Raul Kajami. I can't remember. Oh, I, can't... I know, I know what you're talking about. He's a Pakistani, I believe. Yeah, Pakistani he's like actor. a Pakistani he's really American. Good. He was great in um, uh, the Haunting of Bly Manor, like excellent mm. series from last year or the year prior. It's like so two I'm, years. <laughs> yeah, maybe two years ago. But um, I'm down. I will say this though: I did finally finish all uh, Chappelle stand up the closer. Did you guys talk about this already? We did, but not super in depth. Yeah. Okay. Y'all all saw what, it. Though, what were right? you? Yeah. Oh yeah. What were your thoughts, man? Dude, I fucking love this. I thought this was a goddamn masterpiece, and Chappelle's had a whole lot of fucking hit comedy specials for me. Uh, and this maybe I'll have to go back to Sticks and Stones. This may be my fucking favorite one. Oh no. Um, okay, oh, that's your opinion, so that's fine. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, yeah, and I love. Don't get me wrong, I like the other ones too. Um, I don't. Obviously, right now, I think there is like threats of I don't know walkouts, boycotts, or whatever. There the was fuck a, there was on. a walkout and boy slash boycott today. Yeah. Um, to me, these people are very ridiculous and did not watch the closer, at least with a in the spirit of enjoying a stand up comedy special. Um, I don't know where they're even coming from in terms of it being disrespectful if you really look at it in the greater context. But I thought Chappelle was crystal fucking clear on exactly where he was coming from uh, and like hilarious with his jokes and his timing on this one. Uh, and he said up front, this is going to be my last one. You know, I'm going to go all the way there. I uh, didn't give a shit about quote unquote getting canceled. Said Twitter isn't a real place. <laughs> Wake the middle finger and just for me, brought it hard as hell. And most importantly, for any stand-up comedy special, it was funny as shit. I just, I laughed hard as shit. When he said, uh, mild spoilers if you haven't seen it, but when he said that shit about, this is impossible pussy, I fucking <laughs> died. That All shit bad. got me. 
Because that's what he's like. It tastes like pussy, but really, I'm like, hold on, hold on, bro. Yeah, and and but again, the other thing too is obviously you know I'm I'm dancing around it, but he he was very vocal about the transgender community, but also talked very personably about someone who was a friend of his committing suicide. That he did things for her uh, and her family after she died. Um, and did things for her while she was alive in terms of putting her on. Like, if you're opening for Chappelle, your life as a comic has forever fucking changed. Period. Like, oh, that, for sure. That's yeah. one of the biggest things you could ever fucking ask for. So, um, he, in my opinion, humanized the fuck out of her. Uh, talked about her uh, struggles. Uh, talked about her getting shit on by folks in the trans community. You know, and had receipts for all of that. Um, it was, again, to me, just a master class of kind of weaving through modern culture, weaving through uh, controversial uh, aspects of things. Um, I mean, one of the, the other things, again, mild spoiler, he talked about how the baby shot somebody in a Walmart, you know, and nobody gave a shit. Nobody bats an eye to that. Kind of like how... In a lot of ways, John Gruden was going to be forgiven for saying some obviously racist, anti-black shit, uh, but, and was being uh, hugged on ESPN by Randy Moss and other people. Yeah, and, but uh, remember, the baby did kill someone as ruled as self-defense. It wasn't sure. like he came in there just shooting up. Sure, I'm the baby. <laughs> yeah, it, well, you know, in any event, killing people, killing someone is bad. Uh, yeah. Usually, usually seen. As usually, bad. usually. Unless you um, live in Kentucky and you shoot a dark person, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know all the circumstances. Maybe it was, you know, truly uh, fight or flight. He was about to get killed. I don't know. But, you know, he, he brings up some interesting points, and I'm going on and on, but I was Well, hold on. The, the point about the baby impressed. thing is that, you know, the baby's career wasn't affected at all by killing somebody in a Walmart, but, it's, but if he just hurts, you know, somebody in that community's feelings then his career yep. is all of a sudden destroyed. And it's like it shows the value that people have of black yep. people versus, you know, the LGBTQIA community. Like, and it, I mean, that's true. Yep. So I think that people, they're uncomfortable with that fact. And therefore, they need to find something else to, to be angry about. And they don't even talk about, you know, the fact that this, uh, this poor woman got bullied, online bullied to death. She committed suicide because of online bullying, more than likely. Um, yep. And people don't want they don't want to touch that shit with a fucking ten foot pole because they know that it's true. And they they said, oh well, look at her, you know. Um, somebody said, look at her uh, like death note. And I'm like, first of all, I didn't know if there was one. And they said that you know she regretted that she let her community down. I was like, okay, well even if that is true, she still got bullied into doing that. Like your own thoughts yeah. are your own thoughts. If you're bullied into thinking that you let your entire community down, you still got fucking bullied, man. And that's the point that people yep. are missing here. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and people seem to also forget the whole uh, August Ames debacle because she, the night before she killed herself, she was fighting with LGBTQ plus community over not wanting to work with men who were basically bisexual or um, I don't know if it was a trans actor, but she she chose. She said it was my body, you know, my temple, and I get to choose who I work with. But she was in. You know, fights with was people on Twitter. Porn? Sorry, so porn, just so I know, yes, porn, porn star, actress. Right? Yeah. And literally after the fight, the very next day, she killed herself. Yeah. But nobody wants so, to. They don't want to talk about it because they want to talk about 
you know, how marginalized they are. And yes, like your people in your community are marginalized. And I get that, you know, people can be bullied in that community. But if you're doing the same thing to other people for disagreeing with you, then you're part of the same exact problem. And if you don't see that, then you have a problem with your entire worldview. If you think that you're so above everybody else that you cannot take criticism from them, then there's, you have an issue that needs to be resolved. And that's something that he talked about in his special that people just they don't want to talk about it. And I just want to be really clear. And I listened because I, obviously I, I watched this a little bit late. I watched it this weekend. So it was after the controversy and all of that. And I was like, yeah, let me see it for myself. And I was listening really clearly. I didn't hear anything for me that was mean-spirited. I'm trying to completely dehumanize or uh, hate on to the standpoint of, oh, I want violence for someone because they're trans or gay. I didn't hear anything close to that. I really didn't. I heard some some jokes like a comedian on stage is going to do, but I didn't hear him being like, oh, I can't stand blah, blah. I didn't hear that. I really didn't, especially in the larger context of the stand-up set. So, you know, I, and I think in terms of walkouts with Netflix, do not forget, and we talked about this maybe a year ago, you had a semi and I haven't seen it for myself, but allegedly semi-pro-pedophilia show in Cuties. Oh, um, so according to Blue, that that's not the case. Okay. He okay. I haven't seen it for myself. I'm saying allegedly. <laughs> I'm saying supposedly. But so, that's that's the lens it was viewed by. Yeah. And, and I didn't just, hear nothing from any Netflix employees except for, oh, moving <clears throat> on. Yeah, know. so according to Blue, that movie about it was literally about a young like african girl like african trying to escape her like village or whatnot be from like um uh warlords and shit and then she managed to end up dancing she just was very young and i was like what because he talks about it on the podcast he gives a review and he talks about he didn't understand because the way he felt before versus the way he felt after after viewing it he, he criticized the people that were criticizing the film. You obviously have not watched this because this is not what it's about. And, and that, he, he that said it straight. The case. That totally may be the case. I'm not but just like you're, but what he's saying. I get that. But what you were talking about is kind of like the people, people who have not watched it are looking at it and saying this is an exploitative or possibly pedophilic, you know, show. But it's like, did you watch this? And like, no. that's what... Blue poised on the show. Did you really watch this? It doesn't look like it. It looks like you jumped on the bad wagon based on what you saw. And Netflix still held out to it. Like oh, they didn't do walkouts. They didn't do none of that. And it's obviously because people didn't watch it. So, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, and here's the other thing, too. I was scared they were going to do a Rainbow Six style breach out <laughs> through my fucking front door and people started <laughs> press play on that shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean... You know, the FBI coming. You know, yeah, but you, know. you got other stuff. I mean, Facebook coming for you. Facebook's going to rebrand as, like, some kind of, like, <laughs> shield agency because they come for your ass. Look, I'm just going to log in from Tijuana. Everything's going to be <laughs> just fucking fine. It's only a few miles away. They can't catch uh, me down there. Just all bad. <laughs> But y'all hear about this shit? Apparently, Facebook is going to rebrand next week. It's going to be some other shit. It's, it's going to be the same. Well, I mean, you can rename it if you want, but it's still the same shit. Exactly. You know I mean? Like, you ain't fooling nobody. It's just like uh, 
Philip Morris changing their name. You're still fucking Philip Morris. You you still kill thousands of people, hundred thousands of people with your fucking with smoking. So get out of here. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, They're gonna put on a fake mustache. Yeah. <laughs> we are we are late Facebook now. <laughs> I mean, I, I, uh, I don't fuck the name change. Actually, change the policies of yeah. Facebook. Stop making it such a vortex of fucking hate. Stop making it making me like unfriend people because they keep sharing the same, you know, un, like no, hateful nonsense on Facebook. Stop making it available to them. And yeah, yeah. If, if you're concerned, I'm talking about censorship. Yeah, I'm talking about censorship. What Facebook is showing me is that a lot of people that I considered my friends uh, back in the day are kind of pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're kind of pieces of shit. And so I just I just had to let them go. Let them be their own racist ways, even though they're definitely not racist, so that's what they'll say. But they're sharing a bunch of racist shit. And if they don't understand what they're sharing is racist, then they need to get re-educated. I'm mean, going to be honest with you. I'm not talking about putting people in concentration camps or some shit like that. But I just take up take up your own fucking time and read some goddamn books on actual historical events, and and don't sit there and just ignorantly share out bullshit and get called out about it, and then get and then get mad about oh it's all about race. It's like yeah, well if you're sharing obviously obvious racist <laughs> shit, then yeah it's about race you idiot. Like come but, on man. It, it's so amazing to me though. Like again I got to go back to the John Gruden one. He said some blatantly <laughs> racist shit about this one black man. And he was like, I don't have a racist bone in my body. And I'm a, basically, I'm offended that you're telling me I'm racist. Yeah, what? <laughs> if you say racist shit and someone says, hey, you sound like some ra- a racist piece of shit. And then you get all fucking butthurt about it. What the fuck is going on with you? Like, what is in your goddamn head? You know, you're showing evidence of it. And people are going to obviously react to that. It's real fucking simple. It's not complica- complicated. Yeah. yeah I, anyway. Like- I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, like, I've said some re- some pretty messed up things in my life. And I've regretted some of them. And, you know, I've apologized for some of them. But I don't go off on, like, super racist rants. You yeah. know, I, I, don't, I don't talk about, like, my dislike for, you know, put in whatever ethnic group you want to, you want to put in there. You know, based yeah. solely upon their ethnic group. You know, like, <laughs> I don't understand how people think that this is acceptable, especially in 2021. After we're literally going through like the race riots of 2020 and still going through 2021 like we're still going through these issues and people are still not willing to concede anything or even look into like why people are feeling this way and they're still doubling down on racist nonsense that has been around like they're literally just recycling shit that was around like 50 years ago yeah exactly uh yeah facebook is (laughs) it is what it is and let me share my alludes goddammit. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe it's gonna be Ludbook. Do a little open up your uh, your uh, what is it your dark dark mode in your browser and then log in. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, speaking of not speaking of which, but uh, did y'all see <laughs> Snoop Dogg's Yeah, <laughs> I tried. But y'all see this Snoop Dogg's new video, uh, Big Subwoofer. I didn't, I'm, gonna watch he's dresses, I'm gonna watch it tonight. Yeah, where he, he's dressed as a Mandalorian. He's literally wearing a Mandalorian helmet, and there's like a, a fucking a, the blue monkey alien chick from um, from Avatar. He has like a bunch of sci-fi like cosplay, pretty much, while he's Snoop, playing this. Snoop is always fucking fun. I will I will say that about him. I remember when I'll just say it like it is. 
most of white America was deathly afraid of Snoop Dogg when he was a fucking youngster. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. be real. Like him and Cube and Easy, if like they were just like, this is going to be the end of the fucking Western civilization or whatever. Um, and now him and Ice T are like just basically like everyone's favorite uh, old man uncle. You know what I mean? Like this is crazy and fun. Bro, Snoop Dogg has a show yeah. with Martha Stewart. Like, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, and Ice T's on what uh, Criminal Minds or some shit or SVU, right? Like yeah, Criminal Minds for you for like ten years or some shit. No, nah, like twenty. He's been on there for so uh, yeah. forever. The thing that makes me sad is I would have loved to have seen uh, what uh, fucking Pac would have done. You know what I mean? If he had been around, you know what I mean? Twenty years later, because he was like one of the better uh, rapper turned actors you could find. You know. Oh yeah, oh, so, Pac would have been president. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely, definitely would have been president. But all right, <laughs> <laughs> we can all pretend though. I mean, he ain't around. Yeah, exactly. I mean, can, it doesn't it doesn't hurt to dream. There you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, so you know, it, it's just funny how time fucking softens things. Like psh, fucking Ice Cube, you know, mm -hmm. America's Most Wanted and shit. And then the the one that gets me is like. <laughs> 20 years i guess it is 20 years ago like eminem when he first came out you know mm. and he, you know he's kind of mellowed out like he, he hey what was his daughter's name Haley. Haley, yeah sure yeah i mean now. she's That's a fucking weird. grown woman now yeah. you know what i mean like jesus christ so we're getting know. older you know yeah I, I was thinking about like when we're talking about the matrix i remember when uh i was watching the first matrix and then back in the day i was remember i was remember thinking like why did it take so long for the second one to come out Mm -hmm. But to me, like when the first Matrix came out, I was going through comm school in the Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. And then the second one came out, I was already past my EAS. But I was still in the Corps. So mm -hmm. it was like, I think I was just starting. I think it was like on leave or something like that. But I, I was just starting my my job with uh, my first civilian company outside the Marine Corps. So to me, in my, my life, it seemed like a large span of time. But it's only like four years. Like three or four yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> like, but it seemed like forever. I was like, when's the next Matrix? <laughs> yeah man and the hype was building that entire time in between too we were just like waiting on fucking bated breath and shit yeah but anyway so ba awesome. back to uh to eminem i remember like eminem was so odd because you know we, we never got like we had some you know white rappers back in the day but mm -hmm. like they their lyrical prowess wasn't that great like for the vast majority yeah. of them um just to be honest but when eminem came out it was like damn first of all this dude's fucking crazy Second of all, he can spit some fucking bars, and you know, he and he had the backing of, of Dr. Dre, so he had some pretty dope beats too. And it was just like it took a it took a minute for like I think Black America to really latch on to Eminem being like a legit rapper, and it it wasn't yep. overnight. He got put on radio overnight, but I don't yes. think Black America accepted his ass overnight at all. It took a couple years. Yeah. Absolutely. And then I, you know, again, you you talk about a mega hit that fucking Eight Mile movie. That was put him into the stratosphere. That was the equivalent of his Purple Rain. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Oh, in very a much. lot of ways. So you know, and then shit. The the woman from that, uh, Brittany Murphy, been dead yeah. goddamn 15, 20 years. You know what I mean? Oh uh, shit! Oh, so there's a documentary about. It's literally called "What Happened to Brittany Murphy." It is on HBO Max. And you know who else is in that film? Who plays his mom? Is uh, Kim Basinger. That's crazy. Oh. Yeah, man. Fucking weird ass shit. All right. 
Uh, what else we got, guys? Uh, we wrapping it up. Yeah, I'm about to say we could probably wrap it up. I think we covered. There's some stuff we gotta wait for Blue. What wait? What was that? What was that new Snoop Dogg song called? It is called uh, Super uh, something. Super bass. Subwoofer. 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 Something. (laughs) I just like I closed down my screen, so I I lost it. All right, but. Oh, did you yeah. got populating this week? God damn it. Uh, I'll be playing a lot more fucking Back for Blood. Fucking, I still haven't finished it because I've been playing it with different squads. So each squad is at different stages of the game. But uh, more people are finishing the game. More people are realizing that you need to be mic'd up to fucking survive this motherfucker. Like, I hate these motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even though, I mean, at least on the Xbox, it bypasses party chat so the people in the game can hear you even though you're in a chat i don't know how it is on the playstation but it's better um, i'll it's... just tell you it's always better just anyway go ahead <laughs> <laughs> sure uh but uh the thing is it's cool because it is crossplay, so you can play with a lot of people um i played with B- uh i played with b-boy uh the other day so he brought his girlfriend on so we managed to play through one of the more challenging levels so it worked out but there's still a lot more to go it's a lot of fun um still building up the gaming kind of encourage you to help out other people is for semi-selfish reasons because you basically want to help out people so you can get more like points to get better cards to play in the game so you want to keep playing help people out or get further in the game um i haven't even fucked with the pvp like section of the game which is like a whole separate thing um i've been enjoying it a lot um it's been raining here in the bay area it rained today so i'm probably going to be in a lot more playing a lot more um back for blood i'm probably going to try some more because it's october i I like how you said that like as if you play outside (laughs) i work outside (laughs) okay sometimes but not a lot um but I'm probably going to do some more, like, kind of because it's October, play some more of the scary game. Uh, try, I'm going to try try really hard to play some Resident Evil because I have, like, a lot of Resident Evil shit to get through. Be Pacific. Which one are you doing, goddamn? Oh, I'm doing – well, it would be – so it would be Resident Evil 2 Remake, the Resident Evil 3 Remake, and then Resident Evil 7. I got to get through all of them. And then by Resident Evil Village. 7 is longer to- than the – Two and three really? combined. Oh shit! Because two yeah. fairly two's fairly long. Three, I heard is is short, but I'm seven's in a spot. Seven's the scariest one. Sure. Just heads up. Um, if you have not and you're on the PlayStation, I highly recommend you play Alan Wake. Um, that's something you should have done as soon as it dropped. But it's a great game. It's a perfect season, spooky season to play it. Um, Gonna watch me some Star Girl and whatnot. Oh, um, gotta get these here. So, for those of you who are into Star Wars, like myself, um, this new spinoff here, the Trial of Shadows, dropped this week. This is a, another mini series, not to be confused with this one here, the Monster at Temple Peak, which is another High Republic uh, mini series. This is only going to be four issues. Uh, the next issue, I think, drops either the 22nd or the 28th or something. So uh, some I'm reading these right now. Um, 
there's a bunch of stuff I guess they're going to wrap up before the next wave of books drops in January. So now's the time to kind of get some of this now or maybe put it on your Christmas wish list. Um, so, yeah, that's it for me. Cross, what you got? Uh, yeah, actually, I'll rec- uh, recommend a comic, too. Um, that dropped, I think it was last week, but the Immortal Hulk run just finished up. This is number 50. This is a variant. But um, this is, like, one of the best comic book runs uh, in a while, um, especially with the, concerning the Hulk. It was fantastic, like, with the way they introduced, you know, the, the one below all, um, the different versions of Hulk, and, like, like his whole, like, internal behind-the-green-door uh, like universe thing. It was very interesting to, to see, and, like, seeing these other people that have... That are gamma affected people is uh is really cool and um shout out to i think who's the guy who wrote it i forget i think it's ewing or something like that al ewing al ewing, al ewing? yeah um and donny cates is going to pick up the next um run of the hulk which is going to drop i think in january so uh donny cates has been on a roll lately with basically everything he's in touching so i'm looking forward to to you know reading his run of of the hulk as well um, other than that, I'm still I still need to beat Kana and uh, Bridge of Spirits or Kana Bridge of Spirits. I'm on the last boss, pretty sure, but it's like it's kind of a pain in the ass because the boss is like this big thing, and it's just like it's really like a long drawn out battle that has to do with like different sections. And if you die once, it doesn't put you out of that section that you died on; it puts you all the way back to the beginning. And you have to fight this like this whole thing for like a long time, and it's just like fuck, man. So literally, like you know, 10, 15 minutes of work can put you back, you know, if you die, back to the very beginning. It's like I wish they would have just put in you know saves in between those. It's just it's really annoying. But I'll I'll, I'll get through it. Maybe I'll, no, I'm not gonna drop the difficulty. I can get through it. I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's all I got. And I'm glad we got some rain. So. Hell yeah, glad for the rain too, uh, for, for the whole state, because um, we got some down here. Uh, I think I have Mishka's mom coming in town uh, next week, so that'll be really good. Uh, the kids will get to see their grand grandmother. Um, and for me, I, I need to really catch up on some goddamn Squid Games. Uh, my kids have been begging me to get back into One Piece. We're going to do some, some, some of that. Uh, definitely hitting up. I think I'm gonna go to Coronado a little bit this weekend. You know, spend some time. Yeah, spend some time on that beach and shit. And I don't know, do some do something fun. Uh, it's a little colder down here at least this week, so hopefully it warms up uh, over the weekend. But I'm just like ready and <laughs> settling in. Like we're we finally have less boxes in our garage, and you know. Things are in the right place in the house and just, you know, getting comfortable. So I'm, I'm really fucking happy and shit. Uh, but I, I think I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger and pick up uh, Back for Blood because that shit looks fun. And um, I can't resist some co-op. So, yeah. Uh, co-op and zombies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm all about those two things. So e- even though uh, I, I've been getting down with uh, Stitch and uh, a couple other friends on Rainbow Six quite a bit. PS5 upgrade is fucking awesome. You know, tactical espionage and shit. Anyway, that's all I got. Old Ninja, take us on out. You really did say Squid Games. <laughs> Dude, I can't help it, man. That shit has an S on the end. Fuck yeah, y'all. Yeah, that's hilarious. Sorry, uh, you, Korea. 
<laughs> Welcome to Seoul. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. You know what's funny? Uh, I don't know if you noticed in that whole scene. It was funny because none of them had guns because you can't have guns in Korea. Yeah, exactly. So we'll stab your, you know, blunt trauma you. Hell yeah. Dive <laughs> off the bridge, man. All right. Uh, you just experienced Black and the Black Times Divinity. Check us out anywhere and everywhere on the internet with BZBTI. That's B T H A N B T I. One almost every social media platform except for like TikTok and Snapchat. Uh, check out uh, on Amazon. We have an app that lets you know we go live. You can email us at bnbti.gmail.com. We have a Discord. You can email us to let us know you want to join. And then check out our official website, binheadproductions.com forward slash bnbti. Yeah, and if you get a chance, check out the uh, Wisdom app. Papa Bear's on there, dropping knowledge. So check out the Wisdom and look up Papa Bear. And he's the guy who I do bounce the with. Check it out. It's a good app. So you have to, you have to talk to him. Peace. Yet many questions remain unanswered.